Happy Wednesday, midweek chat. It is game week. Virginia and Tennessee facing off Saturday at Nissan Stadium. A sold out Nissan Stadium, might I That's add. Insane. That's insane. <laughs> sold out Nissan, might I add. It's going to be a banger of a game on Saturday. Going to go over some press conference remarks uh, from Tuesday. Ramel Keaton, Jerry Mack, Brian Jean-Marie, Omari Thomas um, all met with the media. And it was really good. I really had a great time listening to those cats and just understanding how – and Jacob Warren also. I forgot about Jay War. He said something, bro, I cannot wait to dive into. And, uh, man, we got pumped the gas or hit the brakes. We've got an awesome, awesome merch opportunity for you guys as well. From sure. now until forever, we have partnered with a great brand uh, who has some insanely dope Tennessee and just Ugh. – Vols, Tennessee State, all of that stuff, gear. Can't wait to dive into all of that, man. And then we're going to end the episode. Y'all already know we got to end today because we're Turner going to have another update on a score prediction, probably. So <laughs> we're going to let it's going to be called Turner Score Prediction Day every day. So you already know what it is, man. Let's lock in today. It is Wednesday. Hope you've had a great week so far. Welcome to the midweek chat, Tenor, Tennessee and Virginia week. It's your boy Ruck in the building, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. Let's get it. y'all welcome to today's show man it's your boy rug joined by my guy turn himself man if you're watching right now on youtube go ahead like comment and subscribe hit the bell notification right now man so y'all never miss an episode we're on our way to 750 subs i'm telling you we're getting 1k by the bye week somebody help me 1k by the bye week somebody help us out man if y'all listening right now on apple or spotify we're glad you're listening as well man continue to rate this thing five stars and let everybody know man hey y'all heard them boys from straight up tennessee man they look different than everybody else keep rating us five stars man let people know why they need to be rocking with us as well man so it's the midweek chat it's the first midweek chat of the 23 season it just feels good feels right it feels good like we said at the top of the show man nissan stadium is officially sold out how is tennessee selling out everything they touch right now bro because tennessee fans when tennessee is good there's not a better fan base in college football i'm just gonna be honest and i'm not saying that as a tennessee fan i'm just saying that from like a football fan what i loved about the release when the when the um when the Nashville Sports Council CEO came out and said that the game was sold out, he said, uh, we're excited to welcome like the thousands of people to Nissan Stadium. 
and it was the it was the line that said uh for what promises to be an exciting and memorable matchup between these two outstanding programs i said to myself what promises to be an exciting and memorable butt whooping for virginia (laughs) that's what i said in my head Um, the last time other than the music city bowl that tennessee beat um anybody inside of nissan stadium was 2015 against bowling green i remember i was in that i was at that game alvin kamara that was his first game as a ball it was awesome um Jalen Hurd was still playing running back. Dobbs was at quarterback. Um, and we won, I think it was like, I don't remember, 59, uh, I don't remember, 20 or something like that. Um, man, it was a good game. It was, man. I'm not trying to get off topic here. I know it's midweek check, but, bro, we were talking about this the other day, and you said his name, maybe bring it up. Bro, Jalen Hurd, was, he was a dude. Dope. I know that everybody was pissed back in 2016, <laughs> like when he transferred to Baylor to play – wide receiver which nobody still understands why he did that he was he still is bro i think he is still second or third in rushing yards in a season like behind arian foster he almost broke the record like jalen hurd was a dog bro he was what was he like six three he's like six three two twenty and was just like that bro he was like that yeah I loved watching Jalen Hurd play at Tennessee. I hated that, you know, he felt like he needed a position change and a scenery change. He was said he was tired of being hit so much, which all of those are valid. But I had to begin to think to myself, like, bro, you play football. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you expect. <laughs> and you're a running back, and you're really good at being a running back. You know, and he just went down the hill quickly, man, after that season. Uh, when he transferred and quit on the team, I think South Carolina game was his last game in 2016. He just quit on the team, man. It was pretty sad. So he's now retired from the NFL, and the rest is history. <laughs> man, could he have been – I hesitate to say this, but could he have been as good as Derrick Henry? Like, would it have been like, bro, Jalen Hurd and Derrick Henry are like the faces of the running backs in the league right now? I mean, you never know, man. I mean, wow. you really don't. I mean, I mean that's a, that's a think about that. Hot take. I mean, he was like that, bro. He was like that. I'm not going to so, disagree with you. But again, man, Tennessee sells out Nissan Stadium against Virginia on Saturday. Um, says that the capacity of Nissan Stadium is 69,000. Uh, sorry, it's uh, 60. 7,700. Um, it's sold out. So, man, ain't that just crazy to you, though? Like, hearing that, like, that NFL stadiums versus like a like Nissan Stadium versus Neyland Stadium. Yeah, Neyland Stadium is another 50,000 people. Ain't that crazy? It is crazy, but you got to think like NFL goes for experience, mm-hmm. whereas college goes for. They just want more people. That's why, like, I, I mean, I, I say it this way. I've been to some smaller Division One schools whose stadiums are way better than Neyland, but they're also way smaller. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, and when I say better, I mean, like, the bathrooms are nicer. The concessions are better. I mean, you even said it, man. Like, going to Hard Rock, it was just like, man, this is nice. Yeah, facts. 
like you know what I mean? It's just a different experience. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. I I get that. You get. You know. You get just everything about it. It's, it's almost. It's almost treated like a show. It. It's. It is. It. It, it is. And it's. A, it's. It's. I hate to say it this way, but like, it's. It's built like a professional stadium. Yeah. Like it's. It's a professional spot. Like you're gonna get. You're gonna get club seats. You're gonna get. You know, restaurants you get, everywhere. You, yeah, you get restaurants where you can sit down in a stadium and eat at a restaurant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. I could not imagine sitting anywhere in Neyland Stadium other than the pre- upper, other than the luxury boxes and eating. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you imagine see, I, them building a restaurant in Neyland. That would be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. If I'm sitting there thinking, like, I wouldn't want that though. No, that like, I mean, uh, I can't say I wouldn't, but I would never go. I mean, if I'm, I'm, I get it to go. Like, I like. Can you can you call it in and take it to your seat? Can y'all bring it to my seat? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like we at uh the uh, the Regal Cinemas at West Town. Can, can, yeah, can I order from the seat? Y'all just bring it to me. Yeah, y'all make DoorDash Tennessee. Oh or man. Like One thing I can say that I'm excited about though, about coming home next Saturday to good old rocky top is the wi-fi man i'm excited to see how it works if it sucks or not the Very wi-fi exciting. and man i ain't never going to get to see it because i, I mean you gotta have bukus of money to sit down there but uh that new club level looks insane yeah the west the west club under the blacks bleachers over there on the Ooh. west sideline looks sick it almost looks like it's futuristic honestly we are Danny White is doing his best. Once the entertainment district is finished, I think we'll now we will f- be like, okay, this starting to feel like like the pros, big dog. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, y'all, what 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 a uh, what a day it was yesterday. I mean, Ramel Keaton, Omari Thomas, Jacob Warren, all these guys get to chop it up with the media. Um, one thing Jacob Warren said that I just truly love, there's two things, actually. Um, they asked about McAllen. Like, do they see McAllen fitting in the offense kind of how Princeton Fant did last year? And his response was nice. He's like, you know, there's things McAllen can do that Princeton couldn't do, and there's things Princeton can do, basically, that McAllen can't do. But I think that they do great things differently, and he's going to be a great impact to the offense. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table because we know too. we know what Jacob Warren's going to do. Yeah. Facts. I mean, he, he's going to catch the football every time it's thrown to him, and he's going to block very well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just a solid, solid tight end. I just yep. – I like, I like all the unknowns of this year, man. The unknowns make it exciting. Yeah, like you got McCallum Castles, Dante Thornton, like Joe Milton, really. I mean, I'm honestly yeah. – the unknowns sure. of like how like what these dudes are gonna be like Palee, Keenan Palee, yeah, Larry Johnson, like all like all these transfers that we got, like yeah. The, the other thing Jacob Warren said when you said Larry Johnson it made me think about what I wanted to say about he said he talked about John Campbell. They asked him a question. They said, you know, back in the spring something was wrong. Excuse me, something was wrong with John's car, and uh, Jacob took him home, and he's like, man, I, I'm just sitting in the car, and I'm like bro, why did you come here? Like, like, wh- why did you leave Miami to come to, t- to Knoxville? He's like, man, like all I've heard was how much fun it was to play at Tennessee. All I've heard was how the culture and the family is so different. 
And then he's like, and plus the 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 turnaround, how Tennessee has progressed and the winning culture that's been built these last two years. He said, that guy came here to win. Facts. Bro, when he said that, I I about punched my TV. I, mean, I swear. I was like, he said that guy said that guy came here to win. Like he wants to win. Well, and you can tell and you can tell because it's rubbing off on the players because I mean that's what I Almost all these players in their interviews, like Beasley said it two days ago, go win. What you want to do? We want to go win. We want to win, bro. That's scary. Sheesh. We've never heard language like this from a Tennessee team in the last 10, 15 years. You know, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say it. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I think this year is either the year or it's eight and four. Man, I don't think there's in, I don't think there's any in between this year. Is the year okay? Let me rewind, because a lot of people's definition of the year is different. Like you're saying, it's a natty or eight and four. No, no. Okay, okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm, I'm not making I'm, sure. I'm not talking that big. I'm talking SEC East champions. Okay, I'm, I'm hearing you. Which I, I mean, I honestly, you. if you're SEC SEC champ. SEC champions, and I mean, you're you're you, the way to the natty is paved. You just got to win a bowl game in there somewhere. How I here's how I feel when you say that. If Tennessee truly, if this team truly can win the East, by that point, I feel like they will feel as if nobody can beat them. You, you know what I'm saying? Like last year, there was a point in the season after beating Bama where the team just felt like there's nobody that for real can beat us. And so if you let's just hypothetically, hypothetically, mm-hmm. you beat Florida like handily, like three, two or three touchdowns. OK, then you beat A&M at home handily. You beat South Carolina handily. You go down to Alabama, and let's just say you lose the same way we lo- we beat them last year. Let's say you lose by a field goal. Field goal. I feel like this team would feel like they literally cannot be beat, to be honest. Well, I mean, if I mean if 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 we've won the East, I mean, we're like if we've won the East, we've lost one game. I'm just gonna be honest. And that's Bama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, let me ask you this though, and I want people to, as you're listening to the show, I want you to to comment on this right now. Would you take a one loss to Alabama and beat Georgia, or would you take a loss to Texas A&M and beat Bama and lose to Georgia? Lost to Alabama. No, lost to A&M. Beat Bama in Tuscaloosa uh-huh. and lose to Georgia. I don't want to. What, so what are my options? Say it again. Sorry. I'm saying, would you would you rather? Yeah. 100. Would you rather beat Texas A&M and lose yeah. in Tuscaloosa? Okay. Or would you rather lose to Texas A&M, beat Bama, and lose to Georgia? Not lose to Georgia. So you'd rather l- beat A&M, lose to Bama, and potentially 
have a shot at for real beating Georgia. One thousand percent. Because if we beat Georgia, we're, we win the East. You do. I would. I would much rather win the East than than beat Bama. I'm just not there yet. Like I, I, I'm just. I just think we're a year or two away, bro. Do you, do, dude, Turner? These dudes have not won back to back chips. Not SEC. Yes, SEC. They have, but not just that, like chips. Chips. And we're sitting here talking about like, I know they got to come to the crib. Like I get that, but like, but 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 here, here, hear me out. Hear me out. We were we were you the way you're talking. We were saying this exact same thing the Bama game last year. But I think I picked us to win. I did because, because of the way the season was played out. Yes. Yeah, maybe. But maybe. if we were if we were sitting in this spot last year and we were talking about Bama instead of Georgia, like Bama coming to the crib, we both would have been like, I know they got to come to the crib, but I'm not seeing it. Man. Speaking of that, y'all, yesterday we turned one year old. The Straight Up Tennessee podcast, the Straight Up Tennessee show is one. Thank y'all for all of the love, man, the love and the support over this year, man. We still grinding and we're going to keep grinding. And this is a perfect spot, actually, to let you guys know about a great company, man, that we have partnered with called The True Tennessean. If you've never heard of them, all you got to do right here is go to www.truetennessean.com. Use our code straight up 10. You'll get 10% off of anything in the store. They have some dope tees. I'm telling y'all, man, like, I can't wait to get mine. I, I can't wait to get my tees that the boy Jay is going to be sending over, man. We appreciate you, Jay. We appreciate you for uh, believing in the podcast, man, and, and honestly appreciate the partnership and, and the love, man, that we're going to be receiving from you guys as well. So everybody watching, man, go to www.truetennessean.com. Check out the merch. Check out the swag. Um, great, great pieces. And use our code, man, straight up 10. But going back to what you're saying, I, I, I think you're right. We probably were saying the same thing last year, but I'm sitting Alabama there, I'm just, also hadn't won the chip, so twice I, in a row. That's true. That's true. But man, I don't know. I just think we can oh, twice in a row. I get that, but I mean, there's got to be a there's got to be a a. I mean, it's just like Alabama. There's got to be a decrease. There's got to be like a not a downfall, but there's got to be a decline at some point. And I think that I think this is it. I think I think it starts this year, just like Bama. Can I tell you something real quick though? What up? Alabama's decline happened after 16 years. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. 16. Georgia is just getting started, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta. I have to be a realist in this situation and say. Right now, on 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 August thirtieth, Tennessee ain't we. I just we ain't beating Georgia. I want to. I think we could, but as of right now, no sir. Well, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be the opposite, and I'm gonna say we're gonna beat Georgia. Man, that's just me. But if I don't know, man, something about I don't know. I'm sitting here. The season hadn't even started, so I mean, it's super bold prediction. Like either either way, like you know, like. But we're literally basing every like, I'm basing everything off the potential 
that we sure. have this year. Sure. We've if everybody been. if everybody plays like to the potential that they can, oh yeah, we we should handle business. Yes, but we'll I. See. But like I said, I, I really do am a firm believer if it's either win the East this year or we're going eight and four. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, y'all, man, we're gonna go into our segment, man. Pump the gas or hit the brakes, man. This is our newest segment for the midweek chat. We will do every single Wednesday. Uh, we will pump the gas on things that we truly believe will happen, or we'll hit the brakes on something that we're just not sure of. And it's always going to be that game related, unless it's something wild out there, um, specifically about the future of the season so it's three questions man and uh this is pump the gas or hit the brakes the first one is tennessee will cover the spread against virginia are we pumping the gas or hitting the brakes on that pump the gas i'm pumping the gas as well i'm gonna pump 100 i think the line's currently still at 28 i don't it hasn't moved hasn't went down um i think we can cover 28 right god Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we get. I think we get up by twenty eight by halftime. I mean, in 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 a in a weird world, you know, it's a like forty nine twenty eight kind of game where it's just kind of sloppy and you still blow them out, but you gave up way too many points. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Which I could see that I could, but I just don't know. I just don't think Virginia's offense is good enough to put up enough points, man. I think it's. I think it's the opposite of that. I think I think if anything I think I think we I think we beat them like like to not cover I I, I think we beat them like thirty one ten something like okay you're saying just a lower score in general mm-hmm. yeah I could see I mean I could see that too but we are pumping the gas that gas. Tennessee will cover the spread pump the gas or hit the brakes Joe Milton throws three or more touchdowns in week one. Pump them. Pump, Pump them the bad gas. boys. Pump them bad boys. He might have that by halftime. He might have that by the end of the first. <laughs> I'm pumping the gas as well. I think um, I think just with this offense centered now around Joe Milton, the screen game, the quick game is just now going to be an extension of the run game. So he's okay. going to throw the ball. 30, 35 times a game. I think he'll throw it more than Hendon did. Hendon did last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how much does he make of those throws, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. can he be 50% plus? Can he be 60% plus? Like, I, I don't want to see numbers like 15 of 31. I don't I don't want to see that. You know hey, what man, I'm saying? I, yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie here. Like, I'm sitting here back and think, thinking like last year with like Hendon and Hendon and stuff. Like, you know, like Joe Milton's arm – a lot stronger than Hendon's, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If Joe and Brew and Joe and Ramel and Joe and Dante and Joe and Squirrel can get that timing that Hendon and Brew, Hendon and Jalen, Hendon and Ramel had last year on those comeback hitches, I mean, it's game over. I mean, well, I think, I mean, if we're honest, I felt like Joe had better rapport with Ramel Keaton than Hendon did. Oh, facts. Yes, hundred percent. And squirrel white. Yeah, I agree with that. We all know that uh, Hennon's dude was Jalen. I mean, we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and but, said and said when he was there. Yeah, facts. I don't know. There was just a couple. There was a couple comebacks or a couple hitches that Hendon threw last year where I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, you, you wait one more second and that's a, pick, a pick six. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like with Joe with the better arm, if he can time that perfect, like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, it's gonna be there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it, it's, it's on, a, it's gonna be there. Like third and five, third and six, like, or second and six. I mean, that's a that's a that's an easy seven yards. That's easy, you know I mean? easy. That's just drop back one step, let it fly. Yeah. First down. Let's go. Keep it moving. Yeah. Just getting. I think the big thing with Joe, and I think it's kind of like Hendon last year, and I think Josh Hopple knows this. I think I think once you get Joe in a momentum, like getting yeah. in, getting a couple throws, like like post, quick post, like come back, hitch, yeah, like getting him in a flow. Like I think it'll be. I think it'll be insane. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I think if Joe can get into a flow of the game quickly and you got him feeling comfortable that first drive, I think he's locked the rest of the game as long as he's in the football game. I, I mean, if he throws a touch – man, if he throws a touchdown in the first three to five plays, it's game over. He's locked. Man, I, I'll just sit here and <laughs> – this is kind of off topic <laughs> – What's the prettiest ball he threw last year? Oh my God. We talked, bro. It's the LSU wheel route <gasps> to Jalen Hyatt. Bro, that was the best. That was the best throw I have ever seen in my bro, life. Bro, that ball was woo. But do you a... know what it was? I Man. think it was the whole progression of what happened. You get a great return by D. Mm-hmm. Next play, the way he caught the snap. The way he took two steps and just was bouncing in the pocket and just said, nah, wow, and just let it rip. I was he, just like, dude. He threw that ball as far as he possibly could. I mean, bro, and he it just was Jalen, go get it. You knew from the way he bounced in the pocket that it was a <laughs> touchdown. Like before the ball was thrown. <laughs> And as soon as it left his hand, I literally I can remember exactly was I was where I was. I said, "That is a touchdown," <laughs> and he caught it. And I screamed. I ran around the backyard of a house like I was absolutely insane. And I said, "We own they head. We own they head." That's what I said. Okay, that was the best ball. We, I think we've talked about this one before. Best catch last year. Best catch? Mm-hmm. Probably, man, there's a couple of them for me. I got two. Ramel's diving catch against Florida. Mm. I mean, that saved the game for us, I think. That was that 99-yard drive. At the end of it, Brew catches the, the drag in the back of the end zone. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, my second most favorite catch will probably be Princeton Fant in the back end zone of Missouri Ooh, game. That was, that was nice. Man, what a ball. Like, that was, yeah. that was a great ball and great catch because I was – and that was in a really weird time in that game too. Like, it was still really close, and we yeah. shouldn't have been close with them. And it was like, man, we need something. Yeah. And uh, he caught that ball, and I was like, yeah, that was kind of nice. I'm going to say the Ramel one. Yeah, that, the Ramel – that I mean that that's full. I mean he's full bone spread out. Like I mean yeah. that's fingertip yeah. catch. Oh yeah, yeah. The squirrel had some good catches last year too when Joe threw it to him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my favorite 
if we're talking about Joe Milton, my favorite throw of last year, there's two, two from Joe. Um, and this is what we do, y'all. We, we Now we got talking about this. Now we're talking about this. And we got one more uh, pump the gas or hit the brakes. But there was two balls from Joe last year that I was like, man, this was amazing. The the very, very first game, the, the slant to Jimmy Holiday for six. Yeah. Against, he threw a bullet for 40 yards. Like how did how he threw an absolute laser forty yards in the air and he didn't stop running? That's the that's the I mean that's the thing about Joe man. That's that, gonna that, be all year, bro. And and imagine if he imagine if he's figured out touch too. Oh, we've seen that. We've seen it because here's my second favorite throw from Joe Milton. Fast forward, that was from game one. We thought we still saw Joe just zooming, zooming. It was a great ball. It was beautiful. But fast forward to the Vanderbilt game in the piss pouring rain, third play of the game, bomb to Jalen Hyatt down the sideline. Beautiful ball. Almost almost like Hyatt almost outran the ball. Yeah. He put so much air and so much touch on that thing. If you watch the play, you can see him. Joe just knew as soon as he caught it, he bounced just like Hendon did against LSU, just threw it. I was like, oh my God, this thing is beautiful. And Hyatt caught it and slipped and didn't score. But that was the last play Hyatt played the rest of that game. <laughs> he didn't nope. play anymore. Nope. So I'm ready to just – I here, and I told you this turn. Other than garbage time, I didn't get to see Joe play in his last two starts. I didn't see yeah. Vanderbilt. I had the stomach bug literally the night before Thanksgiving. I got sick. And then um, the Orange Bowl, my flights got canceled. So this is my first time seeing Joe as the starter since I saw him live in 2021 against, against Pittsburgh Pitt. and Neyland. So I'm very excited to see Joe Milton, this new and improved 235 Joe Milton. You know, when we sit, we sit here and we, we talk about Joe Milton and his arm. But, man, we can't forget about Joe's legs. He's, he's dangerous in every aspect of what we need in a quarterback in this offense. Yeah, I mean, he might not be as shifty as Hendon was, but he's definitely faster than Hendon. Like, if he gets on the outside, he he's just going to outrun you, I think. Like, like I know, and I, I think I think back to the pit game two years ago. He was at, he was two forty five then, right? Pushing two pushing two fifty at that time, yeah. And he outran he outran everybody. He did. He got he got caught at the very him. end on like the three yard line. Yeah, but I mean, Hendon didn't have any runs like that last year. Nah, nah. All Hendon's runs were either designed like speed options where he had to make one move and get in. Um, he had one big run against Florida down the oh. sideline. You remember that? Dirty, yeah. Yeah, no, that was nasty. That was nasty. So, but never like a breakaway like, oh, he's about to score. Right. Yeah, he never broke one. Never broke so, one. Um, let's keep it going. Goodness gracious, well, I could talk about that though. Rest of the rest of the show. Uh, <laughs> last pump the gas or hit the brakes on this midweek chat, man. The defense, Tennessee's defense, forces a turnover in the first half. Uh, pump the gas. Okay. Okay. I'm, I, see, I see a pick. I think <clears throat> this. Uh, I think the transfer from that Virginia guy. I mean, I think he's. I think he's a good football player, but I don't mean. I think he's going to roll out, and he's going to get, 
I, I think he's going to – I think he'll – I mean, well, I was looking at his stats from last year. He had 17 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. I could either see – I don't know. I, I want to say an interception, but at the same time, I can see a fumble. Because if he because if he likes to run and he's gonna try to run like like run run like try to make a move on somebody and try to get instead of like not sliding and not getting out of bounds, yeah, he's probably gonna get cooked one time. Well, Tony Musket, he's also six two, and uh, he's he's gonna have to <laughs> he's gonna be playing some big boys. Yeah, well that, that that that's that's what I mean at the end of the day that this 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 transfer quarterback Musket right? Yep, Tony Musket. Tony Musket, he ain't never played SEC company. He ain't never played dudes like this before. No, no. And I think, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to hit the brakes on that Tennessee forces a turnover only because I think they're just it's gonna be three and outs. Like it's just gonna be three and outs so much. Unless, like, you know, unless there's like a sustained drive, I just don't see us having a turnover in the first half. Now I do see us having something happen in the game. Um, but first half, I, I'm going to hit the brakes uh, and, and just see what happens. I could be wrong. I think I might be wrong. But I just think defensively, three and outs are going to be what what keep the offense on the field for Tennessee. Does special teams count or just defense only? Just defense. Because if, D, if, D, if, they, if they kick D. Williams the ball, I ain't even going to watch the play. I, I'm not even going to watch it because it's crib. It's cribski. It's gone. We out. Audi 500, you hear me? Uh, we kind of talked about this too. I'm excited. I'm not, I mean, I'm I'm super excited about D, but I'm kind of I'm excited about seeing Cam Selden back there a little bit too. I am, and and I think I think the biggest thing about Saturday's game is I think us as fans are going to be very very happy because we are going to get to see a lot of these young guys the next two weeks. Um, I think they're going to play in the game, not just in special teams, but I think there are going to be opportunities in the third quarter early for Cameron Selden to get handoffs in the backfield. I I really do. And so I, I think with all of that, it's going to be really fun to just see these young guys get some clock and uh, see what happens um, come Saturday. I, I think the biggest news out of Virginia's locker room is that their star defensive end, Chico Bennett, will not play uh, Saturday against Tennessee. That sucks, bro, because now I'm like, I'm not worried about anybody defensively for Virginia. Mm -mm. not one person they're starting two new corners um man tennessee should just eat bro tennessee should eat here's your question defensively i mean i know i know i know i know we're gonna blitz but you think we blitz a lot or you think we try to get pressure with our with our four up front i think we're gonna know a lot after the first two series i think right now i feel like i i feel like Coach G and, and 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 Coach Banks believe that we can get pressure on this team with our front four and maybe one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sending mm -hmm. bees on a delay or sending Peely on a delay, something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But I don't again, I don't think we show too much offensively or defensively these first yeah. two games. I don't think we have to. Get pressure on the quarterback with the front four. Just be nasty like that. You know, they're starting four new offensive, four offensive linemen, bro, that have not played together. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Just go beat the piss out of them. It's really that simple. It's, it's that still, simple. It's still crazy. It's sold out. But I'm excited. Sold out. 
I'm ready to watch it. I'm ready to watch Woo! it on TV. Can't wait to be in that thing on Saturday, y'all. Man, this has been the midweek chat on this Wednesday, y'all. Hey, listen, don't forget tomorrow, Dante Thornton Jr.'s episode with the boys drops early in the morning so get ready man as soon as you're getting ready to go to the gym you're getting ready to get ready for work you just made a fresh cup of coffee in your nespresso or your k-cup keurig go ahead to the channel man hit the bell notification on the video go ahead head to the channel go ahead and like it we've already got i think three or four likes on the video and it's not even out yet so go ahead Get ready, man. Dante Thornton Jr.'s show with the Tennessee Straight Up Tennessee Boys comes out tomorrow. And then, y'all, when you wake up on Friday, you're going to have another episode from us. And it's the one more day. And this is the episode that I love the most during the week, other than the Who Is series. We finally going to get our first playmakers of the game mm. and our final score predictions. Y'all, I cannot wait for Friday. I can't wait for tomorrow. I hope y'all enjoy the interview that we did with Dante. Turn, you got anything else, man, on this Wednesday? 42-0. He changed, <laughs> he, changed <laughs> the, he changed the score again, y'all. I done told you. It'll change again Friday. But I think, man, a shutout would be so nice. Game one, it would be nice. It would be nice, and everybody's going to be pissed that we scored 42 and not 50. I'm just no matter the No matter the shutout or not, hey, we beat them 42 nothing. The offense, is, the offense is just not as good as last year. They scored 42. That's <laughs> like, Oh, y'all, man. Hey. But I do think – last thing, last thing, last thing. I do think that the uh, – because didn't that rule pass where the clock don't stop on first downs? Correct, correct. I think Until that, like I, the last two minutes or something like that. I mean, I think that can affect how many points we score in a game, just being honest. Yeah. I think but, now we just put put on more steam. I think there's going to be a lot less subs. I think there's going to be a lot more series packages rather than um, 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 drive packages. Does that make sense? Yeah, because, man, there's no – I mean, there, I mean, think about that. If we – you could go a whole drive and, like, not letting the defense sub one time without them taking a timeout. If you don't sub. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if Tennessee doesn't sub the whole drive, defense can't sub unless they want to call timeout. It's game over. We're going to run you. We'll literally – you you might die on the field. Legit. <laughs> like, legit. But, man, y'all can't wait for tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoy the episode today. But I also hope you enjoy the episode tomorrow with Dante Thornton. We'll see you back on Friday morning with just me and Turn together. Uh, for the one more day, we love y'all, man. We appreciate it. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit that bell notification, y'all. Straight up Tennessee, baby. Ooh-wee. Three days. Oh, man. Three days. I can't wait. We out, y'all.